0: the wind. The wind's 120 knots west. I'm thing, dude.
1: I am here to discuss the so-called flying saucers.
0: Circle one With all due
2: respect to the air force, I believe that some of them will prove to be of interplanetary origin. Dude,
1: is a fucking truck. There's a whole fleet of them, look on the SA. That's not an LNS though, is it? It's not an LS, dude. Well, if there's like a thing. thing? It's rotating.
2: We have received and analyzed between 1
1: and 2,000 reports.
2: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Swamp Gas Podcast. My name is Don. This is... What's
3: going on, guys? This is Bruce. We are back. Thank you for everyone that's been listening to us. I can't believe that we've been getting anyone listening to us, let alone as many. So thank you. You guys are clearly telling your friends and we appreciate you.
2: Yeah, we've been uh we're flying up the charts with like twelve people and it's uh it kicks ass.
1: <laughs> it's crazy.
2: I mean, I I can't
3: believe we've got so many.
2: <laughs> yeah, we're killing it over here. <laughs> so, what are we doing? We're looking at everything that doesn't pass the sniff test, right, buddy? That's right.
3: That's right. That's right. There's we so got, got ourselves
2: a special guest there. tonight. Oh, yeah. Introduce her. Yeah. What's up, Katie? Everybody say hello to Katie.
4: Hi. How's it going, you guys? Thanks for having me. Hi. on. Tonight. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. I'm super excited to be here and uh, ready to to dive in.
2: Right on, So right tell me on. a little bit about, about yourself. What What's your story?
4: Oh, uh, well, I've been in the cannabis industry for about five years. Uh, so uh, love that. See myself really only in that industry. So uh, loving that. And uh, I just have always been into paranormal stuff, aliens, especially Bigfoot. I used to help uh, Don trim some of his stuff. <laughs> uh we'd always put on some ancient aliens and uh just trim away it's always fun
2: sit in my basement for 12 hours at a time trimming weed watching Mm -hmm. ancient aliens or conspiracy theory this or that or whatever tv show we could find to make our minds explode while we were trimming away
4: (laughs) hell yeah
3: Good, good times yeah. So would you say that you said Bigfoot, is Bigfoot like your favorite of all like the uh the cryptids? Oof.
4: I I don't think it's my my favorite, but okay. I I'm super into it though. Um I would say I think aliens might have to take uh the cake. Yeah. Yeah. The ETs yeah. Definitely, yeah. definitely take take the cake. Me personally on that one, but I uh I do like to learn everything that I can um and soak up every Thing I I can about Bigfoot because I definitely want to learn more. So
2: oh, sure, sure. So here's a question. Here's a question right off the top. Then is Bigfoot an alien?
4: See, see, I like this. I like this theory a lot. And uh, personally, I really don't know. But the thing is, is that it's weird. It might be a coincidence or not, but. It's weird because every time there's supposedly like a, a sighting, or there's you know um, something going on with Bigfoot specifically, there has been like UFO sightings right around the same area um, within the same time frame. Sometimes, so it's just it's just weird if it is, uh, mm. you know, like extraterrestrial or maybe like ultra-attractural so something like within the dimensions and within planes like something like that um it definitely could be it definitely could be a possibility i don't like to shoot any theory down but uh, i no. definitely i'm not too sure on where i stand with it i think it would be cool i think it'd be something different but in my heart of hearts I'm I'm not too sure, honestly. I I I think maybe interdimensional rather than extraterrestrial, so to say. I think it's more of a dimensional, planial thing. Honestly.
3: Ooh, that's a that's a really interesting theory. So almost like he's jumping like through realities to get here.
4: Yeah, or like so okay. to say, not so much like traveling distance wise, it's almost like already here like other dimensions so to say uh but some that's really
3: that's an interesting theory yeah yeah and you're not i didn't know that that was a uh, a correlation
2: a lot of bigfoot sightings do coincide with strange lights in the sky and whatnot
3: now is that a fact I didn't know that there was a lot of UFO sightings around where there was Bigfoot sightings That's a really interesting point to make I didn't know that, that was the I didn't know that was true yeah certainly not
2: all of them but uh yeah there's a large correlation um, that, hmm. you know I don't even know that I would say the majority I mean, just I'm pulling a number out of my ass but let's say you know 40 percent.
3: Yeah. Wow, uh, that's would, that's not nothing.
4: Yeah, I would say that's fair. I wouldn't say coincide it's more than. Coincide
1: with, with you know. Yeah. Dude, that's yeah. Not I would
5: nothing.
2: say that's less than fifty, that's but not nothing. Yeah. Probably more than twenty-five percent. I would say, at mm-hmm. least coincide mm-hmm. with. Maybe the person who saw the Bigfoot didn't also see the lights, but you know, the the guy three miles down the road saw lights in the sky in that direction.
4: Right, and called the day. You know exactly yeah
2: yeah yeah that that actually happens fairly commonly
1: and then you gotta consider
2: a guy who saw a bigfoot and then you know maybe there were lights in the sky that nobody did see or that somebody did see and never reported or vice versa you know Hmm. it's all possibilities
3: dude that's really interesting what a way to start us off that's super interesting
2: it's actually going to come into uh, a little bit of play for our story tonight. In
3: fact, yeah, I was about to ask what uh, what's the story for today. What are we telling the uh, the kitties today?
2: So today we're going to talk about the Sierra Sounds. What do you guys know about the Sierra Sounds?
4: Oh, supposedly uh, some some caught uh, chit chat between two. Uh, Two bigfoots, so that's she says bigfoots
3: too. Dang, yeah, I, I, Bigfoots. It's, is it, that the plural? Right. Yeah, I thought it would be
2: we, big. Feet. We got into this last week, Katie. We got into this last week. What feet, is the plural?
3: Bigfoots, but I, I guess it I could
2: go either big way. Bigfoots Or is
4: it big Ah, uh, see, like according to like English, I feel like it would be. The feet one, but it just doesn't sound as good to me personally. <laughs> <but> I, <laughs> I would say. <laughs> I'm with you.
2: I'm with you 100. It's Big Foot.
4: Yeah, can I use it in a second? Let's see. Let's sound. Let's see what do the sound test. What sounds better? Let's see. I saw. I heard two Big Feet talking, or I I heard two Big Foots talking. So yeah, see the second one just sounds. Yeah, weird. no, in that so,
3: context, yeah, we'll in that context, I'll give it to you. But I yep. like, like I always say in the context of him, uh, like the family of Big Feet, the Big Feet family. <laughs> I feel like 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 a black and white fifties like car, like a uh, you know not cartoon, a black and white fifties like uh, housewife. You know, I mean two kids, the Angry Ape coming down. Home, I just I see them as the Big Feet family, or just like the Sasquatches.
4: I like that. Oh, I love the word of the word. That's
2: like. I, I prefer
3: Sasquatch
2: over Bigfoot anyway. So
4: yeah, yeah. Sasquatch. Yeah.
2: But if we're going with Bigfoot, it's definitely Bigfoots.
4: There we yes. go. We got it. We got it down now. We know. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I, I feel like this is something that people will take a firm stance on as well. Like if
4: you, oh, no.
1: oh yeah. If you
2: dive deep into, you know, the diehard Bigfoot people, they're going to take a hard stance on this. Mm-hmm. If you call well, them big feet, right. you might just get slapped in the face if you're, you know, walking around in Washington
3: or Oregon, <laughs> <Yeah>. you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great! That's great. So, why don't you, uh, anyway, why don't though, you tell us more about this? Here it sounds, Don. Tell us more about it. Right. All Start right. the story off right.
2: So this story comes from uh, the early 1970s, right? Um, You know what? We're, we're even going to start off just by playing some of these sounds so that we can know exactly what we're talking about here.
5: What you trying to talk to this? Ross for you That's
0: our job. know where we're going to protect some life or Oh! What? Oh goo
1: goo
0: goo goo Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sounds know, like he talks to us and they talk to each other. Yeah. there? Who is there? What? Oh, Oh, that's that? What? Oh, oh. oh. I mean, we'll for sure, <laughs> What? I heard you cross me. Ooh. Mm-hmm.
3: You know, after hearing that a little bit more, like, deeply, I'm a little bit more skeptical than I think I was before. Really? Yeah. I'm a little skeptical. Tell me why. I I mean, (laughs) towards the end, it just kind of got a little comical where it felt like he was just doing, like, you know... Just like trying to throw his voice, just trying to, uh, you know, be a little. Uh, I I I don't know. I mean, maybe the, maybe maybe it's true. Maybe he was, you know, calling back a sasquatch. But I don't know. I, I would like to think that sasquatches sound a lot more horrifying than that. Like in my mind, they don't sound that silly. And that was a little silly. Well, I would silly.
2: imagine if Sasquatch sound, wants to sound horrifying, he absolutely can. <laughs>
3: So he so just it doesn't wants sound to, like, like a Sasquatch. Like, I don't know. I feel like we're given
2: this. Trying to sound horrifying. I mean, That. Uh, all right. Well, Katie, what do you think?
4: It's I think towards the beginning, it was definitely like in the distance. If I could pick up anything, it, it was definitely like, oh, that's that's kind of interesting. Like that's kind of like a higher pitch tone than like the the closer um that you could hear, like, people recording, like, you could definitely tell the difference of them, because it was, like, really close, but it was kind of hard to really pick up anything, too, because it was kind of, like, fuzzy, and it almost had, like, almost had kind of an echo kind of to it a little bit, like a fuzzy, so it's kind of hard to really pick up anything outside of that, but I think definitely agree with bruce like towards the end i was like okay is he just trying to just really try to go full force with right. trying to sound like like one or like what he think one would sound like um but yeah it's just i wish that the video quality wasn't so like grainy uh because i was trying to really listen and it's like it's hard and i know that's not on you that's just on how it was recorded sure. so it's just like It's hard to kind of pick up past that, but it is definitely still interesting. It's definitely like something is there. It seems like something is further in the distance at some points and that they're literally making a a contact of like some sort of like they're trying to speak with it. Like, but it, it was really hard to kind of pick up anything like that I would be like yes that I that sounded like whoa something crazy like it was kind of hard to pinpoint anything like that personally
3: I agree okay. no I totally agree I just felt like like towards the end it just started sounding silly like in the beginning I'm going to be honest like in the beginning it almost felt like it could be anything you know what I mean like it almost could have been I mean I'm not going to could have been a this or a that animal but like there was really nothing too like blatantly obviously bigfoot you know what i mean i don't know i don't know well all right this isn't all one
2: recording this is an amalgamation of several recordings over the course of about 4 years i believe
1: Okay. Like that that okay.
2: didn't all just happen at once. That, that, that's a mix, a mishmash of a, a bunch of them. And okay. there's actually oh. uh, something like an hour and a half worth of mm. these recordings out there, available. Okay. Okay. And um, the, this is where the, the term uh, samurai chatter actually comes from. Because it almost sounds like an old Japanese movie in some cases, right? Like a bunch of samurai chatting
3: at each other. I've never heard that expression before. Yeah, I got yep, never heard that expression before. That is
2: absolutely one hundred percent a thing in the Bigfoot world, man. Man, maybe one hundred percent. Well, let's uh, let's dive into it a little a little bit. Sure. So after yeah. these um, after these initial recordings were uh, some of the first ones that not all of them that we just heard, but after these initial recordings were first picked up by uh, Ron Moorhead and his uh, group of hunters, they um, contacted a, a guy by the name of uh, Ivan Sanderson, who's an old school cryptozoologist from he, he actually uh he he died a couple years after these recordings first took place. He was an old old school old timer. An um, old school but old-timer. you know through the cryptid yeah. They, I, I want to say he was around he was around for like Albert Osman's story, right? In the oh, 20s. Oh, wow. Wow.
3: Really. This is in
2: the 70s. This is what Yeah, this is what I'm saying. Yeah. So, he was he was an old school cryptozoologist when these first came about. He okay. died, you know, at 80 years old a couple of years later. Absolutely. So, wow. they reached out to him and um through the, uh, you know, the cryptic grapevine, as it goes, the story got to a guy named uh, Al Barry. Now, Al Barry was uh, a military officer in Vietnam. He had a master's degree in science. Uh, at the time, all this went down. He was an investigative journalist for uh, a newspaper in Northern California. The story got kicked to him. And uh, in 1972, he went up to this camp with this group of hunters to see what it was all about. turns out they didn't... Everybody else at the camp didn't find out until years later that Al Barry, the whole time, also thought it was a hoax.
0: Hmm.
2: So, he goes up there. This is 1972, right? So, we're talking about cassette players with, you know, micro... Like, we're not talking about high-end audio equipment, right? Hmm. But Al Barry gets up there with better equipment than what they had for the first ones. And, uh, said the whole time he was thinking it was a hoax. He was doing everything he could to look for speakers in the trees, wires, any, he, he he literally searched everybody's bags while they were out hunting, looking for any signs of a hoax. Hmm. And he never could come up with
3: anything. That's interesting. Um, Here's my question. Why didn't they go after it? Hold on. We you were talking to him for that long, go after it. Let me
2: get through the story. Let (laughs) Let me get through the story. Go for it. He was up there for several days during this one particular trip, and he was there to hear the sounds return. So Al Barry himself got to hear everything that was going on. Um, most of these recordings actually came from Al Barry. Not from... uh, Ron Moorhead himself has been up there several years since. In fact, I think he's gone up there every year since 1970 uh, just to be up there. But the bulk of this stuff happened between 1971 and 1974. Um, But Al Barry was up there, and he got to hear all of this stuff happening real-time himself. Wow. um the the next morning after the first his first night up there hearing all this they found footprints outside the camp they found 13 uh, inch footprints and they found 18 inch footprints and they made casts of them you can find these casts today
4: damn
2: mm-hmm now you could say that maybe there's a group of people that weren't there at the hunting camp that were making that were hoaxing them, right? Maybe there's another group of people out there that were pulling a prank on them. Mm -hmm. Here's the problem with that. This camp is in the Sierra Nevada mountains of California. This camp is at 8,400 feet of elevation. It's eight miles from any other road or trail or anything. It is out there. It is in the middle of fucking nowhere.
1: God,
2: so wow. one, whoever's hoaxing these guys, needs to know where this camp is. Needs to know when these hunters are going to be there.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And you're going through all of this effort to pull a hoax on four hunters. Why? You know
4: why? Right. Hmm. That is
2: interesting. Yeah. Did you happen
4: to have? of like the cast like the foot
2: um i don't have any pictures of them here now but you can find them they are out there okay, cool um so the recordings themselves maybe they were hoaxed maybe they were just fake maybe Elberry barry was in on it right maybe he faked it maybe he was in on it so these recordings were sent to the university of, Ari- of wyoming i don't know why i almost said it arizona well university of wyoming Sent to uh, Dr. Arlen Curlin, professor of electronic engineering. They spent a year analyzing these tapes. A year? They spent a year, a year on this, looking into these. Okay. Um, what they figured out is judging based on um, the pitches of the sounds, These the sounds recorded in these tapes went above, within, and below the range of normal human vocalizations. So we're talking about ultrasound and infrasound. Sounds that people can't make. Hmm. Based on the pitches, based on their scientific analysis, they concluded that these things, uh, assuming that the average height of a man is 5'11", um, the height of these, whatever made these sounds, is anywhere between seven foot three inches and eight foot two inches.
3: And they can tell that uh, by the so, sound. Yep. I don't know, man. Question mark, that, puzzled that, face. That was their
1: that analysis.
3: Well,
4: how are they- Go get yourself well, so a science degree and tell
2: me
3: otherwise. <laughs>
4: Yeah, that's like so they're just able to solely base that information on the sounds of the tape.
3: Yeah, there's a lot of, I mean, yep. and, and who is to say that like humans? Okay. Can't I mean, I, make I can read the whole thing. Sound. I,
2: I can read the entire scientific analysis for well, you. I'm not if you'd saying like you're making
3: to. it up. I'm just saying it doesn't sound like. I I don't know. I, I'm skeptical of that because like I don't know. I, I, if you've never heard like Freddie Mercury sing, you'll say humans can't make that sound and then this guy goes on there and belts, you know, like the most beautiful thing you've ever seen. Mariah Carey was hitting notes that no that other artists cannot hit. I just don't like the idea of like a group of people saying, "No, because we don't think humans can sound like this." It's definitely not. You know what I mean? Like that's that's a subjective um, argument. They're making this estimation <clears throat>
2: They're making this estimation off of the vocal tract length that would be required to make these sounds. So the length of your vocal cords in proportion to your uh, body size is what I'm gathering here. Is there room for error there? Of course there is. This is still just an estimation. But based on scientific analysis from this university, that's what they came up with yeah um there was also no evidence of any kind that there was any kind of speeding up slowing down it wasn't pre-recorded re-recorded these are authentic tapes they can't find any evidence that these
3: tapes were manipulated at all i mean that's that's but i'm gonna go back to my original question why didn't they go after the sounds if you're out there looking for Bigfoot and you think you're talking to him, they're hunters and they go out there and you're talking to him. I would be moving forward the whole time trying to find this thing. Especially First if you out, say he they went out, out, again there with that they were Alan out there looking guy for Bigfoot. They, they did the same thing again.
2: They were out there looking for deer, they're hunters.
3: They were out there deer oh, hunting I, and elk hunting. Fair enough. Fair. I misspoke saying they're looking for Bigfoot. Fair. But um, <clears throat> I don't know.
2: And hey, here in a couple months, we're going to go on our own Bigfoot expedition. Yeah. And so when you start hearing a giant beast out in the woods, let me know how quick you are to go chasing after it, Bruce.
3: Well, I'm actually <laughs> looking for Bigfoot. I will chase after it.
2: <laughs> we'll see. Oh, I, w- I want to see it on tape, though, buddy.
3: Well, you're going to be recording it. What are you going to send me out while you're sitting at camp? <laughs> if I'm the cameraman, yeah. <laughs> you better be rolling the camera. <clears throat>
0: All
2: right. Well, yeah. the story does get the story does get even better. Lay it on us, because there is some more uh, scientific analysis that happened on this story. Uh-huh. One second now, I got to get my. But anyway, all right. So a few years back, there's this guy named Scott Nelson, right? Scott Nelson. He's a retired U.S. Navy crypto linguist. Okay, he spent 30 years in the Navy, analyzing, transcribing uh, foreign languages for the Navy. He specialized in Russian and Spanish, and did a lot of work in Persian. Um. So anyway, one day he's he's retired at the time, but he's uh helping his kid with a, a school project, right? When he's supposed to do something on, uh, on, it turns out he's supposed to do a, a project on Bigfoot. So his kid looks up, what's Bigfoot sound like? And he comes across the Sierra sounds. And that's when his dad hears it, Scott Nelson. Scott Nelson, being a language guy, who's never given Bigfoot a second thought in his life, hears these sounds and being a language expert, Here's that samurai chatter we were just talking about. And being the language analyst that he is.
3: There's got to be a better phrase than samurai chatter. There's got to be a better phrase.
2: Well, you can call it whatever you want, but that's, what's, that's what caught on. He heard the sounds that he was hearing, and he can hear um, actual language going on here. In his opinion, right? So he spends the next couple of like he spends a couple of years diving into this. He can, he he ends up he does what he did for thirty years in the navy. Slow it down, speed it up, pick it apart, pick out phonetic sounds. He's put together this entire uh, uh, report on exactly what he's hearing, and in his estimation, th- this is an absolute language. They, these are three different individuals talking back and forth with each other in a language hmm. he's come up with a uh uh basically a, a phonetic alphabet a standard for anybody who comes up with recordings from here on out here's how we can break this down here's a standard operating procedure on how we can pick this apart
3: do we have those
2: recordings but in it, I have uh, an entire document in which you know I'll, I'm gonna put in our show notes here and you're free to look at. There is it. Here we go. Let me put this up here. I mean, we, we could scroll through it real quick, but I'm not gonna go and read through this entire thing. This is oh, all no, I was just
3: thinking if, <coughs> if you had said that he, language. if he had heard some other recordings that sounded like three conversations and whatnot, if he had those recordings. <clears throat> Oh, these are the recordings we just listened to. Mm. My bad. I misunderstood you. I thought you had said that he heard new recordings. Or made. No, no.
2: He listened to the Sierra sounds. When he listened to the Sierra sounds, he could identify the elements of language. Like These are the key elements of sound. These are the inflection points. These are key punctuation, essentially. The end of a thought, the beginning of a thought type of thing. Let's see here.
4: That's interesting.
2: If you can go through here. Yeah. Here. From Scott Nelson. He goes through this entire deal. And he's got an entire phenome Key alphabet in which he labels the sounds... That are made, and so that he can actually put together. Like, here you go. He's got timestamps in these pre-recordings. What is actually being said phonetically? Not like he can translate it, right? We don't know what they're saying, but you know, here's a breakdown analysis of what is being said.
3: Hmm, it's interesting.
2: Just as you would as a, a crypto-linguist. That's right? really
3: interesting. Yeah,
4: this... That is. Because that, obviously this guy knows what to listen for, you know? Like, he can listen for... This is a guy who
2: knows what he's doing, for sure. Right.
4: Yeah, so that is definitely uh, pretty cool to definitely. have someone of that information and knowledge look into these and be, yeah actually, this is kind of like a language, you know, like if they were to guess, like this definitely seems like communication. So that's definitely, that's pretty cool.
3: Yeah, definitely.
2: Yeah. In his estimation, this is absolutely a language. Yeah. And oh. so essentially the Sierra silence have become one of the, the most um, definitive evidence of the existence of bigfoot strictly because of this um the 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 fact that scientifically these sounds go above the range of human vocal cords and below the range of human vocal cords and that these tapes were not manipulated in any way and that Mm -hmm. there's definitive signs of actual language going on Hmm. This is some of the most concrete evidence that we have that Bigfoot does exist.
3: I don't know. What do you think, folks? So you can make no.
2: You can make as much fun of uh, samurai chatter as you want to. The science is there.
3: Well, I'm making fun of the name for sure. That that's a terrible, terrible name. Oh, I'm you can definitely make fun terrible of the name. name. But it's. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I just. I don't know. I want to believe. Trust me. I'm well, here. given I everything want that to I just believe told it, you. I want it to be true. But I just don't. I need more proof, man. Given everything that I just told yeah, you, yeah. Even given all of that, I would. Given everything that proof. I just told you about the science behind it, what do you think about that analysis? The one thing that makes me take a step back is. Uh, that dude with all of his training and stuff, spending all that time figuring out the the dialects and whatnot, because he's either a, he's either onto something or he's out of his mind. It's one of the two. So I don't know. I'd like to think he's on.
2: See if I can't. I'm gonna see if I can't pull this other thing up real quick. What do you think, Katie? And. Uh...
4: I don't know. I mean, it is definitely pretty pertinent evidence that it can't be human, you know, like uh, on the scale of just like the vocal cords alone and like knowing that this place is so remote and like having someone play it off as a hoax. It's just like, why would they, you know, bringing it back to that story? Like, why would they even do that out? Like talking about the footprints, like outside the lot eight foot like they projected is like size eight and size thir- 13 or something like that but those footprints like determining that and the length of the vocal cords like specifically not being able to produce that it's like it's kind of hard to refute that um I know it's evidence that we want like a picture no per se besides the sounds obviously that's that's you know, could be taken as evidence too, because like you said, the video wasn't manipulated. Um, So these sounds are definitely like raw. There's nothing that was added or taken away. So it's like putting all that information and having it be, you know, documented through like a university, you know, that did this and like looked at this. So it's like when you go through the steps like that, it's kind of hard to refute it. Do I believe it a hundred percent? No. But do I believe some of the evidence that is suggested and brought up through this? Yeah. I, I, it's kind of hard not to refute that, especially when you have a university and credible resources, you know, backing this up. That's like the one thing that's like, okay, yeah, this definitely, there could be something there, but at the same time, like it's hard cause we don't have something physically we're seeing. Like it's not like a picture or like a video, like one walking or anything like that, even though someone could make up those videos too. Like it's nowadays with technology, people can really do right. whatever. But the fact that raw and at its sense of the sounds, like, and it's not manipulated, that is something to consider and look at. And especially with the vocal cords, the range, like you can't, you can't refute that. Like humans can't possibly make that um, according to this. Uh, you know, science. So it's like, you can't really repeat right. that, you know? So it's definitely pretty cool. Like, I, it's something that makes me think about it a little bit more and want to dive in a little bit more and definitely like make me have an experience for myself. I think like for people, it's really hard to think of something's like right or wrong or like true or not true if it doesn't happen to them firsthand. Mm-hmm. So, like, having some something like this happen firsthand to you is obviously going to sway your mind a little bit more because, um, like Bruce said, it's either, yep, uh, it's you're on to something or you're actually just hearing things right, going crazy. Right. Like, it's probably, like, if there is something there to uncover or people, like, are mass people just hearing things, like, that. that doesn't really, I don't really think about that. I think, like. It's kind of hard to refute something you're hearing out in the woods and you're like this what is that like something's obviously making that sound is it a bigfoot is it a sasquatch right. we don't know but no it can't be in the vocal range of human based off that knowledge so it's like that's something's there in my opinion i think that something might be there to uncover because that is that
3: is really interesting now you bring up yeah. good points you do I mean, I, I can't argue with some of those. And Let me... Uh,
2: I want to pull up uh, an interview here with Scott Nelson. You can listen to uh, he himself talk about it a little bit.
1: Okay.
5: That had a uh, prompt there for uh, what was labeled Samurai Chatter. I said, well, this looks good. So I flipped on that. clicked on that and uh, immediately... Um. heard something that uh, mesmerized me. Uh, vocalizations in which were evident um, language articulations. And I played it over again and over again and over again to the point where my son said, Dad, what, what's, what's wrong with you? What's the matter with you? What are you doing? And I, I said, Stephen, there's there's language in these sounds. He says, what are you talking about, Dad? It sounds like like um, like two apes fighting. To me, that's what it sounds like. And I said, I, said, I know it does it real time, but I can tell. And I, I know that the reason that I could tell is because I had spent so many hours with the headphones on, what we refer to as sitting sit in the cans, uh, listening to the human voice on tape manipulating it, speeding the human voice up, slowing it down to recover, you know, the the different uh, languages and getting it down on paper, transcribing it, what we call transcription. And um, I said, Stephen, there's absolutely, definitely language being articulated here, but it's not human. And uh, he says, "How do you know that?" And I said, "Well, because of what I did in the navy." I said, "We we need to get a hold of these tapes, and slow it down like what Dad used to do in the navy." And that's what uh, that's what essentially started me on this whole thing. I um, and I walked away that day, knowing three things about these tapes. And first one uh, was first thing is that it was not a human. Second thing was that it was most definitely a complex language, and the third thing was that it could not have been faked and so i uh began to doing a little bit of detective work uh, trying to find out uh you know where I could get a, get a hold of these tapes and I began to read up on Bigfoot. I suddenly started to become a, a bigfoot guy because I realized I had to find out as much about you know this phenomenon that. Uh, as I could, if I was going to make any sense out of it. Um, uh, So I read every book I could get a hold of. And in none of them that were available at the time, I might have read 20 books. There was not even a mention. That Sasquatch might have language.
1: So what do you think of that?
3: I'll let Katie go first. <laughs>
4: um, honestly, yeah, it just adds, it adds to the credibility on my end, honestly. Um, when you have someone with that many years um, trained to literally specifically look for um, and can hear language and in- inflictions and it, that, yeah, that you can't really refute that because, I mean, that guy has you know, worked, backed by that, a degree probably backed by that. Like, so can't really refute what he's saying. Um, and the three things that he mentioned that it can't be faked. It's definitely language and it's complex like that. And it's not human. So to me, that definitely added to my bank of evidence to support in that it is probably something of, a Sasquatch or Bigfoot nature, because I mean, what else like is out there that, that we know of that can make that sound that's out of human range like that? It, I mean, like a coyote is not going to match those, you know, ranges. I wouldn't think, you know, I, I honestly don't know at the end of the day, but it doesn't seem like it. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't seem like a, a deer would make those sounds. like, you know, like it just doesn't, it doesn't really match up a little bit. So when you have someone like that bringing in credibility, um, it definitely uh, helps on my end for sure. Definitely.
3: Yeah, I agree. I respect that. (laughs) I respect that. And I, you might be right. I, I, you very well may be right. I, I just, I don't know. I guess I want to believe, and I'm I'm I'm, I have a hard time with things that I want to believe. I feel like I need to I need more proof if it's something that I want to be true. I need more proof because I don't know. Like I I do know that people can lie, and I do know that people can go crazy, and you know people can have fancy degrees and have failed careers, you know, and, and need to you know, say and do things to get themselves recognized and put into the spotlight. Now, am I saying that's what this guy's doing? Absolutely not. I don't know this guy at all. And that's not what I'm saying. I'm just aware that humans can do that. So I'm just, I don't know, man. I'm kind of stuck in that place where I need more proof with this because of the reason that I, I, I want it to exist. I want to live in the world where we could go into the woods and run into Bigfoot. I think that would be crazy.
2: Now, what I wanted um, to do was pull up uh, an actual interview with Ron Moorhead himself, but virtually all of them that I can find are of Ron Moorhead on another podcast, and that's not something that I want to do here.
1: Yeah,
2: But um, I feel like it might be very possible for us to just interview Ron Moorhead himself, which we might uh, Mm -hmm. might do here in the future, which I think would be awesome because –
1: yeah,
2: I find Ron Moorhead and uh, Scott Nelson and his entire group highly credible. Because here's the thing. Either they're all in on a hoax,
1: mm-hmm.
2: or none of it's a hoax.
3: Crazier things have happened, though. Come on, stranger things have happened. Yeah, I'm not saying it's not possible.
2: Right. But either okay. they're all in on a hoax, and they've kept it up for the last 50 years without oh my God. anybody breaking breaking the code of silence on this one or it's not a hoax. I don't believe for a second there's somebody else that's hoaxing them. This location. No, I, I don't
3: that's It's way enough.
2: too secretive. This location is still secret today. They don't could, yeah. because they don't want a whole bunch of people up there, a, a whole bunch right. of Sasquatch hunters up there trampling around. And, you know, this camp that's been in the, with this group since the fifties, <laughs> you know, it, it's um, eight miles away from any road. You can only imagine any what road. Any
3: group of people would look like.
2: Yeah. I, I have pictures of them. Like most of these guys are still around. Well, you could talk to most of them, including Ron Moorhead, who's still a, a regular. Right, I would to love see. to
3: have him on the show. He'd yeah. be a really interesting uh, get. Yeah. Absolutely. I, would- I,
2: I find Ron Moorhead highly credible. I find Scott Nelson highly credible. I think this is some of the best evidence of Bigfoot's existence out there, strictly based on the scientific analysis that's happened around these recordings, yeah. which you just don't get these days. And here, here's another thing. In 2023, it is stupid easy to fabricate a video, fabricate a recording. Sure, I can, I can, Type something into chat GPT and fucking spit me out something that spit me out a computer code to, for a, a hack a bank account, right? You, you can make AI generated images that just look more real than an actual photo. Mm-hmm. In 1972, that wasn't possible, Right. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot easier to do a scientific analysis on a cassette tape that, you know, the only way to manipulate it is to re record, pre record, which has already been refuted, didn't happen in this case. Scientifically
3: speaking. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's interesting. That's interesting. I guess it comes down to what it always comes down to. Let us know in the comments what you think. Is this evidence yeah, I'll, enough? I
2: want to know what everybody
4: else thinks. Yeah. yeah. What? More- uh, no, I Katie, like it. What- this was
3: an interesting one. This was interesting.
4: Yeah, what more yeah, evidence and- would you want, Bruce? Like, what, like, what, what? would you, really, like, kind of flip your switch, so to say, on, like, okay, you've got me. Like, this is Bigfoot, you
3: know? I want to see a video that's not that dude walking around. I want to see a real video. I want to see this thing. I'd love to see it in person, but I mean, I want to see someone capture this thing on video.
4: And there's a thing. Well, there are videos
3: around- out there. No, they, yeah. they didn't capture anything. The any only one that I'm, here if there's this, more. Yeah. I'd love to see them. The, the one that I keep, whenever I look for them, the one that keeps coming up is that one where the, you know, the guy that was a known like con man who had, you know, walked around in the rubber monkey suit. What are you talking about? Oh man, the famous video of the Bigfoot walking, swinging his arms, turning his head. Yeah. Are you are you talking about the I Patterson think... Giblin film? I don't. I don't know the guy's name.
2: the 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 super famous Bigfoot video that was taken in the late sixties. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yes.
2: And you're saying Wasn't that there, there a was guy guy like who a guy who Nolan claimed that you, you, uh, you're saying that there was a guy who claimed to be that he was a a, a guy in the. The monkey suit, right?
3: Well, I don't know that a guy ever claimed that he was the guy. What I'm saying is that was definitely a guy in a suit.
2: Okay. Yes, you are talking about the Patterson-Gimlin film. And yes, there was a guy that came out who said, yeah, I was the guy in the monkey suit. There was actually seven different guys who came out and said, I was the guy in the monkey suit.
3: So which one's full of shit? Fair enough. I think whoever recorded it is the most.
1: Uh,
2: I disagree, buddy. You need to dig deeper on that one. You th- I mean, Hang on, I that mean, was, I uh, think it was actually fine.
3: you can believe whatever you want. But are you? Do you think that that? No, 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 no. I am not bad talking bad about what bad. I
2: believe. I am not talking about what I believe. This video was just reanalyzed by the FBI. Now, don't don't get me wrong. I have lots of problems with the FBI. <laughs> but I don't know why they would I mean, have a, like a reason to,
3: to like hold on, hold on. Can
2: I, hey, can I finish my sentence? Please. I have plenty of problems with the FBI, but I don't believe they have any reason to lie about a Bigfoot video, right? Former FBI agents reanalyzed with the latest technology and all their woohoo and what they do with tech to stabilize the video and enhance the pixelization and put it into high definition, all this stuff. Steven Spielberg and his entire crew re looked at this video and said, there is no way that we could recreate this. If we recreated this, this will be a half a million dollar costume. Now who the fuck is going to be out there in bluff Creek in 1967 20 miles from nowhere in order to hoax two guys on horseback with a half a million dollar costume in 1968. I'm saying, man, dig a little oh, deeper, man. do a little more research. Don't just scratch your head and say, you know, I, I I thought I heard that, you know, that one guy was a con man one
3: time. But he was a well-known con man, though. Who? He was a well-known con man. So if you're getting something who? from a well-known con man, this who? information. Who was a well-known and con man? Here's the thing. Just like when I was talking about, hang on. Just like I was talking about with the who? You know, Elon Musk. Who Musk's was the well-known comment? Space. Who are you I, talking about? I, what? Who are you talking about? Who is the well-known the con The dude man? filming. <laughs> the guy who was filming. Who? I don't know the guy's name, but, dude, if you look up... Well, it, then what are you talking about? Like look up. You know he's
2: a well-known com man, but you don't even know the guy's name?
3: <laughs> Who are you, you talking about? Gimbal. Where are you getting this information from? From Google. But listen, oh, hang okay. On. <laughs> hang on. Can I talk now? Listen. All right. Yeah, please. Let me know. It all goes down. Hang on, man. I'm losing my train of thought with you. Hang on. Listen. Do the guys... <laughs> If anyone thinks that that monkey suit thing is real, I, I have a lot of issues with that. That thing is like the most—that's the most fake-looking video I've ever seen in my life. And it goes back to what Steven I, Spielberg uh, would disagree a with you. Weeks ago, with the what? What? Steven Spielberg and his edit, his entire crew came out and said we could not recreate. It. I don't care what he has to say. I don't care, but I'm just saying. Hang on. Okay. Don't you remember how we talked about like the government used to infiltrate the UFO uh, blogs and, and and all that kind of stuff to give misinformation? Yeah. Okay. So when do you ask, are you like, saying that Steven works for the motivation to yep. lie yeah. about anything like this? I mean to cover up the actual truth. You know what I mean? That would be my my estimation. And it goes back to why I what I was saying a couple of weeks ago about uh, whether or not Elon Musk has an actual car in outer space. The thing is, I if I'm looking at something and it looks fake, you got to prove to me that it's real because I'm telling myself it looks fake. It looks fake. I have a hard time believing okay. things are real when they look fake.
4: Is there any flat out uh, okay? Put the vid- to put that video up real quick so we can all analyze it real quick, or.
2: Uh, the yeah, Patterson-Giblin film?
4: Yeah, yeah. The one. I the one
2: If I could do it on the fly, I might be able to. I don't, yeah, I don't you know, know if I can just.
4: It would just be oh, kind of cool. I might be able to do yeah. it. Just so we can all be on, on the same page and making sure we're, we're all thinking of the, the same video. Because I think I know what you're talking okay, about. Okay, yeah. Like, it looks fake. Yep, but like, here we go. Okay, let's see. Let's. Okay, here we go. I
2: I have a a stabilized version of it right here.
4: Okay, let's Let's see. Let's see. Okay.
2: So, Steven Spielberg and all his special effects guys went on tape on the record and said, yeah, back in. 1967 in order to recreate this that that's a half a million dollar monkey suit that some guy's wearing 20 miles out in the wilderness in order to f- fool two guys on horseback. Why doesn't make any sense.
3: I'm just saying that doesn't, I mean, I, that's my opinion. My opinion is it doesn't look real. That's my opinion.
4: Is there any way to pause it on the last phrase? Like the picture one, like, like that
3: right there up, like or like yeah, right. right
4: there and zoom I don't in a know, little. Like, yeah, can I you don't zoom know in that I on? can zoom it's in, man. Out. This is YouTube. Yeah, it's
2: just you know.
4: Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Like I mean, like, but I mean yes, this video oh, I think I think is this is
2: one of the here. most analyzed videos like next to nine eleven, man. This has been analyzed over and over and over it's so many fucking times. Over the last uh, sixty years, almost.
4: Yeah, that's.
3: Yeah, no, I mean is I it, get it, the, but like I, I still the just I, the latest thing I think is that the um,
2: uh, a bunch of former FBI agents ran it through their latest and greatest software to get the most high definition, like in their granular detail in their analysis like you can see the toes lifting up in her foot you can see the the muscle articulation in her arms like i obviously we're not getting that detail here but in their analysis really? that they did these are all the details that you can get that you can't just get with a monkey suit that you bought at you know party USA that's what i'm saying
4: you want? Right. What a
2: job that I don't know. Oh,
4: my God. Hmm. That's... I don't know. But again, like, you are kind of just their word, like, their
3: account. like
2: Yeah, we're taking... Bro, this is a paranormal... The FBI... This is a paranormal podcast. That's all we I mean, I'm not... We're taking people's word on their account on what they saw. The
3: FBI was the better things to do.
2: And we're doing the best that we can to do an analysis of it and pick it apart. Exactly. I believe... Yeah. ron moorhead yeah yeah i get yeah, it i just i need I more it. hard
3: proof than that
2: you need more i get it i, I believe ron that. moorhead i i think him scott nelson al barry all the other guys there in the camp i don't believe that they were hoaxing anybody i don't believe that these are other animals that are misidentified i don't think that somebody else was hoaxing them i think i think because remember yeah, they honestly, got footprints but uh, you know, hundred yards from their camp, they've made casts yeah. of these footprints. One set that was thirteen inches long, another set that was eighteen inches long. Two different sets. When you put all of these pieces of the puzzle yeah. together, it sounds. Yeah, I'd love to, to see
3: them. those. I like. I'd love to now, see those.
2: I could be wrong too. It, maybe it's all full of shit. You might no, be right. Fair. Bruce,
3: but no, that's fair. I don't want to be right. I want it to be real. I'm not saying I'm saying I'm not. I, I don't want it. I don't. I appreciate right. just a skeptical mind. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's it. I just it doesn't. I appreciate right. a
2: skeptical mind, Bruce. I huh? do. I really do. I know I give you shit a lot, but I do.
3: Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I have to hear a little bit more when it comes to this, but um, I'm willing to at least go out into the woods and look for this thing that I. I'm not for sure, and existence. then we're
2: going to go to a Bigfoot conference, and uh, hopefully, we have something to show for it. Right? Amen.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Now, that's, right. Uh, that's right. That's right.
2: Katie, you're planning on being there for that too, aren't you?
3: Well,
4: yes. Again, if I can try to planning. just get yeah. off the hopefully to work, I definitely yeah. would definitely want to. That would be find this. Yep. That'd be really cool.
2: Definitely. Right Absolutely. up my alley. You love know to that, have you.
4: I, I would love it.
2: We are going to be roughing it, though. Like We we are also going to be, like yeah, Ron Morad, love- miles from anything. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I got a couple locations in mind yeah. that I'm going to be yep. scouting out oh, here in the next uh, few weeks. But we are going to be in the middle of the Huron National Forest. So.
3: Oh, oh yeah. yeah.
4: Oh, it's going to be so awesome. Love
3: that. Oh, I'm Absolutely. looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. No, I'm really looking forward to it, to be honest with you. um, Right on. Well, this was a good one, guys. Do we have anything to add before we hop off?
4: I don't think so. I think, honestly, I, I really do want to believe it. I, I'm with, with you on that. Like, I want to believe it for sure. And definitely hearing... Uh, some of the sounds and some of the credibility uh, backed by the universities and educations and everything like that. I mean, it definitely, it seems pretty plausible. It seems pretty credible on my end. I mean, yes, I'd love to see more. Like I'd want to see like a real video or something or even.
2: I'd like a to walk up and myself. shake a uh, Bigfoot's hand. Uh, you know I mean? That's sure. that ultimately, that's going to be what it's going to take. Right. You know, Bro- I, either somebody shoots one and drops it on, you know, yeah. Uh, the governor's doorstep, or you know, you make contact, right? For yeah. real, we just have like I a hair in the head. I mean, what else does friends, it take? You know, yeah, no, I like it.
3: Yeah, I like it. And again, I like keep it. in That's mind, we played
2: about five like, minutes you know, of these sounds. I, I like I said, to... there's well over an hour and a half out there available
4: yeah i'm definitely gonna take another like deep dive after this after this uh podcast and kind of just be like yeah let's see what the sounds are all about too like i kind of want to go back in there again and really listen and be like okay let's see what i can really pick out if anything definitely
2: absolutely always always dig deeper do more research
4: Mm-hmm. Always.
3: All right. Well, if you guys uh if you guys stay tuned, we're gonna hop over to uh to the uh, the after show. Um hit us on the Patreon thing if you guys want to see that. And uh thank you guys for joining us. Absolutely smash you. that like button. Love each other. Thank you, yeah, Katie, for being for having- here.
2: Everybody smash that like button, smash that rumble button.
4: Yes, thank you. Subscribe,
2: for- do whatever you gotta do. Take this podcast, uh, text message, bomb your your mother, your grandmother, your friends, everybody you know, just bomb them. If they don't get the mes- get it the first time, just send it like seven more times. They appreciate that. They love it. You just send them the podcast over and over again. Uh, leave a comment, review. What do you think? What do you think? Uh, is Ron Moorhead full of shit? Is Al Barry full of shit? What do you think they uh, recorded? Was it just a badger? <laughs> Maybe they just heard a badger. You tell me. Leave a comment, leave a review. We're going to slide on over to Patreon and make it happen, folks.
4: Awesome. Bye, you guys. Thanks for having me. And uh, I'm definitely going to be in tune uh, for the next podcasts uh, to come. So.
3: Sounds good. Thank you guys.
4: Yeah, no problem. Amen. You guys have a good night. Bye. Bye.
3: Hey. Right.